Hello everybody and welcome back to an episode of The Insider. Today I'm joined by Fintech Royalty, Mr. Mark Hibson. Mark um, was the co-founder of Starling Bank, but Mark, would you like to give a brief introduction? Hi, uh, hi Ben. Yes, I'm Mark Hibson. I'm the CEO and founder of, uh, of Ziglu. Um, a bit of background to myself. Um, worked a long time in incumbent banks, so I know, uh, I know what, they, what they're good at and what they're not so good at. Um, and I left at Barclays uh, a while ago and uh, ran a consultancy business for a while. But importantly, I guess back in 2013, 2014, um, when banking law changed and, uh, and uh, the FCA and the PRA were encouraging people to challenge the banks and uh, uh, current account switching wasn't working. You're not going to cross the road to go from Barclays to Lloyds are as bad as each other. So they wanted more competition in the marketplace. So I founded a bank called Starling Bank uh, along with a few others back then. And, um, and now I've launched a new challenger, but obviously different problems five years on in 2020 than it was in 2015 when we did Starling. So the problems of today uh, are a little bit different and I'll talk about those in a moment. But now, yeah, I've, uh, I found a company called Zigloo, which is a sort of a crypto challenger. Yeah, super exciting. Very relevant as well. Um, I guess it would be good just to get a, a bit of a brief overview of, of Zigloo then. Sure. Okay. Happy to. Thanks for asking. <laughs> So what does Zigloo do? So Zigloo sort of um, addresses the problems of, of today, as I was saying, really, which, you know, which were different to, to, I guess, five years ago when all the challenges started to land and there was Atten, there was Tandon, there was um, um, Starling, there was um, Monzo and those guys, and even Revolut back then. And what the guys were looking to do then and what they've really done a great job of is, is proving that you can have a, a more positive relationship with your, with your bank. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a story, I don't say it very often, but... but um, just come to mind just now. I was on my on my way into work. I normally, when life's normal, I get off of Cannon Street um, from sort of Tunbridge Wells, and then sort of cross to One Poultry, where our, where our office is in the city, and, and go to Pret and um, queue up as you do in the morning at sort of sort of I mean about seven thirty eight o'clock, I guess. And um, there was always a massive queue, but on, on this one occasion, there was th- these um, these there happened to be two girls at the front of the queue, and they they paid at the same time with their, you know, for their coffees and both put down their hot coral uh, Monzo card, not Starling, I'm afraid, but hot, Conzo, hot, mon, hot coral Monzo card to pay, looked at each other from different tills and high-fived each other like, you know, <laughs> gang. Now, you wouldn't get that if you were both Barclays customers or Lloyd's customers or Santander customers, would you? So that, that sort of, I don't know, we're part of something which is great and putting you in control of your money and the notifications and the help to help you is what Challenger Banks have been really successful at. But here we are five years on, and we still have problems with, with foreign exchange, people queuing at airports, getting ripped off 25% on the way out and 25% on the way back. They don't know any different. Mm. Um, and then this crypto, where we know it's gone mainstream now with everything that's happening in the world, um, with Facebook, with, Can- uh, with, with Canada, with China, with Goldman Sachs, with even European governments saying, yeah, okay, we accept it's happening now. We'll do something about it. Um, so... But there's no easy, simple way to simply buy it without being ripped off and buy it instantly and hold it alongside your normal traditional currency. So we've done that. We've built that. So we've built another, a, a, another sort of banking platform from scratch. Uh, we've integrated multiple different FX providers uh, and multiple different crypto providers to give you the best price instantly uh, to be able to buy, sell, hold, send and spend your crypto. So that's what we built. And it's um, something really for the 99% of people that currently haven't got a solution in that place. Um, and, and just want an easy way of doing it. And, and, and uh, I know you've just gone live, haven't you? So, is this yeah. been? So how long has this been in the in the kind of well, building stage? 
about 18 months or so. So we, we've, we've done it in many ways, um, similar to how, if, if you look in, in the world, I guess, there's, there's four companies, I believe, I think I'm right with this, that have built out sort of a, a, a current account, currency account platform in the cloud as Starling, Monzo, Revolut, and ourselves at Zigaloo. Um, and so building that all yourself, that, that bank ledger, that hub, and then connecting out to all the third parties to do KYC and well, my phone's talking to me, to do KYC and AML um, and um, to do cards and to do payments and to do currency and to do crypto and making that all instant in real time. Um, it's pretty hard to do. Very few people have done it. I think we're the only ones that have actually done anything similar to this. So um, to get that and build it yourself so that going forward, when we want to launch payments and cards and different added functionality, it's really quick. So that's what we've been investing the time doing. And also, you know, it's, it's, it's highly reliable and highly resilient and highly secure as it has to be. And it takes time to get that right. Yeah. So um, that's where the time's gone. But now we're launched. Um, you know, we've got people signing up all the time, which is great and enjoying it and great feedback from people on social and, and direct to us. Um, so, we're, yeah, we're really pleased about, about it. It's, it's funny, isn't it? How's it, you know, when you think of the timing to, to launch a new business right around the kind of, you know, situation we find ourselves in right now with the, with the pandemic, um, did that have any impact in, in terms of how you started? How, how, big's, your, how big's your team and, and was it a challenge to kind of manage everybody through the launch stage? Yeah, so lots of questions there. So the team's about 30, I'll give or take one or two. Um, if anything, it's given us... Um, quite a few extra hours in a, in a week yeah. because we're not traveling in and not traveling back. So myself, you know, I, I travel the best part of four hours a day. So four hours a day over, over, over a working month is giving myself, you know, almost like another week and a half to work. It, you know, I'm, I'm at my desk at a normal sort of time. Yeah. And our guys have been working massively hard as well, you know, 12 hour days, solidly working. Um, so that has been productive, really productive for most people. Um, in the company and you know we're a tech company so you know we were enabled to work at home what we have done is a sort of a made sure that everyone's comfortable at home as you need to make sure they've got the right equipment to be able to do their job um, but you know we left our sort of our, um, our office back in back in March a week before Boris asked us to because we were a little bit worried what was going on and what could be going on but yeah we've had sort of a quite a quite a good response from people people generally have, have, have strangely quite enjoyed it but we but now we're thinking about like the whole coming back process. Um, we're thinking about that. Do we need the same size office? Do we have a smaller office? Um, and, and people in the office are sort of you know 50 50 split. 50 percent are saying actually I love working at home. I want to stay like this, please. And the other 50 percent are saying that I really want to spend a few days, not all the time, interesting you know, a few days in London. So we're going to make we're going to make provisions for both um, because I think you know. You will talk to any business right now, and every business has learned lessons from this. Even a business such as ourselves, which which relies upon tech, is like ninety five percent of what we do. Um, and and you want your engineers to be comfortable, but there is a degree of social interaction that you don't get over Zoom that you get around sort of a coffee machine and, yeah. uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do a bit of that moving back, but the problem is going to be which most companies will face, because most companies are going to do this, because I think they've, they've learned it works, is how do you get people who are at home and people in the office to work as effectively as everyone being at home? Mm. And that's because it's, it's either, if you're in the office, it's quite effective. If you're at home, it's quite effective. 
But if you're in both places, it brings some innate inefficiency in the system that we need to work through. But inevitably, we'll, we'll land that way. Yeah, it sounds like you've, you've, you've learned a hell of a lot um, over the last 15 weeks, I guess, since, since the lockdown. And businesses I'm speaking to and managers I'm speaking I think everyone's in a similar boat. I think people will start gradually coming back. And I think that the good thing is, like you say, working in technology, um, you guys are set up half already. The, the, the biggest issue, I guess, and I, I'd imagine you're, you're going to be growing as, a, as an organisation, is, is sometimes onboarding and, and it's not just the kind of onboarding when you send someone a laptop it's the social onboarding as well like you said about the whole kind of chatting at, 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 at the you know at the coffee um coffee shop in the morning for example but um but no it sounds really exciting where do you see um the the, the future then in, for, for Ziglu? um obviously you've, you've launched now what's is you've, you've there's extra functionality that you're loading is it are you I'm, I'm throwing more questions at you mark again but am i right in saying at the moment you're just uk based yeah we're uk to start with we're going, to be, we're going to be developing out our, our functions over the course of the next few weeks and months with some really cool features and functions coming that set us apart from, from everybody else. I mean, at the moment, it's the, we believe, you know, if not the cheapest, one of the cheapest places to instantly buy um, cryptocurrencies and hold those alongside your, your fiat currency. And then we're adding in a whole raft of features and functions to make it truly um, stand out from everybody else. Um, so that's sort of the UK and what we're doing this year. And then in Q4, we're going to move into Europe um and we need sort of multiple language versions i mean mm. uh, we, we can do it as, as, we, as we stand now but but from a uk version but we need multiple different versions for the different countries and then the us is a big target for us as well and we're thinking about that from q1 and, and weighing that up with with lawyers over there you'll be aware um it's, it's a really tough licensing regime in in the states as both n26 Revolut, and monza are fine finding uh, last time i was over in san francisco where i'm sort of raising money um, well, I was talking about Series A, which we're planning for next year. Um, uh, I was in I was in um, Union Square in, uh, in San Francisco, and, and I had a burger. I, just, I love my burgers. And um, <laughs> Buck went past with N26 on the side of it. And then, you know, they they sort of moved out of out of the UK because it's a bit hard over here. And um, and found themselves in uh, it's obviously quite deliberate in, in San Francisco, aiming at a similar sort of audience to Monzo and. Um, and uh, and Revolut over there, but yeah, they're pushing hard over there. But, but you can't get your own license in in the states. Quite a difficult way of doing it. You have to sort of piggyback on, on someone else's license to get over there. And that's one of the reasons why I think it's been. We've been so. Um, I know people don't necessarily agree with this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think we're sort of we're, we still happen to be the fintech um, um, capital of the world, really, in, yeah. in London, certainly sort of shortage city area. Um, massive amounts of knowledge and capability in terms of depth of skills in fintech. Um, you find there's a lot of tech on the on the on the west coast of America. Obviously, a lot of um, um, finance on the east coast. Um, uh, Berlin, pretty good for both as well. But I still think where where six came from and uh, one or two companies such as Mandy that provide banking lending and stuff, and a whole raft of others. Solaris is over there as well. But over here in London, like it's it's a melting pot of so many great tech businesses. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm proud to be a part of that. And it means that that you know, when you're launching a company like like Ziglu and, and building an adding tier engineering team, people start hearing about you. They want to be working with the latest tech, yeah. uh, they want to be working with the latest sort of you know um fintech um uh, I guess you know buzzy company and you know, i guess we're considered to be one of those in a moment so we're you know we're able to to pick who we want and we've got some fantastic people in our tech team i'm really proud to be uh, 
to be to be part of that. You know, in the past, I've been sort of a techn the technology guy really in my last sort of few roles uh, as a CTO. But but now as CEO, uh, I've got a fantastic tech team. The CTO is amazing. The tech team is amazing. And um, yeah, um, the, the the quality of people we're finding is fantastic. Yeah, I think um, from my perspective, there's when I'm speaking to candidates in general. I'd say that fintech is probably the most in demand for candidates that they want to work in. And for someone who I feel like I have my finger on the pulse, there's fintechs that's, that spring up from all different angles for, for, for new candidates. And, and when I, when I see them on LinkedIn, it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of look into, um, but you're right. The whole kind of shortage area, there's lots of different fintechs, but, um, but yeah, listen, Ziggly sounds extremely exciting. You've got a lot of, previous experience in obviously within fin fintech and launching the states and stuff like that i know from personal experience so i wish you all the success in the world i think you're gonna be very very successful with this we'll keep a very close eye um thank you very much for attending and um let's look forward to catching up soon and chatting some football over a beer mark I really look forward to that buddy thank you all the best take care thanks mate